All right, coming on on the Locked On Ole Miss podcast, we talk a little bit about Mason Brooks and what he means for the offensive line, especially now that we heard that Nick Broker is coming back for another year of eligibility. Good news all around on the offensive front. We also look at the Missouri game tonight from the SJB Pavilion in Oxford, Mississippi. Tune in for that. But this is the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. You are locked on Ole Miss. Your daily podcast on the Ole Miss Rebels. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, welcome to the Locked On Ole Miss Podcast. I am your host, Stephen Willis. Before we get started, I do want to tell you today's episode is brought to you by Sonos. Experience the game like never before with Sonos Art. The premium smart soundbar for TV, movies, music, gaming, and more, visit Sonos.com to learn more. And also, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. Do me a favor, hit subscribe and hit the bell. That way you'll not only know that we have a new video up, you'll know what it's about. So you can choose to tune in for that. So thank you very much for tuning in today. Big news, Mason Brooks from Western Kentucky committed to Ole Miss. Left tackle, comes from that very pass-heavy offense, an excellent pass blocker, two-time all-conference player, I believe, in Conference USA. But in that thing, although Bailey Zapp throwing all those numbers around, he was able to protect his blind side. And I, I'm actually looking forward that they shored this up. This is also a very big news for any potential quarterback because Obviously, we're waiting to hear from Jackson Dart. We're waiting to hear from Michael Trigg. We don't know what they're going to do. They could pick Ole Miss any day. They could pick Oklahoma any day. This is the transfer portal. It's unpredictable, but all signs look good. Um, but Mason Brooks coming to Ole Miss is a sign that somebody has gotten into it, into his ear about things going well and what is coming down the pipe for him. He's also got Zach Evans behind him coming in to transfer and I, I'm, I will talk in segment two what I think they're going to do with Nick Broker. It's a very big deal, and it's going to be big for his NFL future as well. Um, but if that happens, the left side of the offensive line has a chance to be really, really good. But Mason Brooks commits to Ole Miss and just shoring up that offensive line. I haven't heard a while and from Ben Brown. Yesterday was the deadline for the NFL draft. That's the reason we heard from Nick Broker and him deciding to come back. But what does that mean for Ben Brown? I mean, Orlando Amana is already out the door. He's gone. And somebody is going to have to move to center. So who is that going to be? Is there another transfer coming in in our future? And I think if it hits the portal, probably, uh, honestly, what's what's going on, they, they will do that because... If you remember in 2020, the big crazy game against Alabama that was back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. It was all good until a bad snap happened. Ben Brown's not a center. You know, he's a, he was a right guard, um, but he was forced into playing center because he had to. Bad snap. Ole Miss ended up with a field goal that drive. Alabama ended up winning the game. And I think that is going to sit in the back of their mind. I think that is going to affect what they do moving forward. And I think that's going to affect the way they consider the position because they're rebuilding. And this league 
has always been about the trenches. Defensive and offensive line, it has always been a league about the trenches, and that is the areas that differentiate them from the other conferences. I'm not saying good teams from other countries, conferences cannot be bad teams from this conference. That's proven to happen every single year. But if the top team from the SEC plays the top team from somewhere else, the offensive and defensive line difference is going to be apparent. If the fifth place team in the SEC has placed the fifth place team in the Big Ten, the offensive and defensive lines are going to be, the difference is going to be apparent. That is something to keep in mind. And the ad, the bringing on of Mason Brooks allows them to do a little bit of versatile things. And we'll talk, like I said, we'll talk in segment two about Nick Broker, but his versatility all of a sudden gets to become a strength. Because... I will talk exactly about what I think they're going to do with him. Now, he is a, let's see, celebrated pass blocker, Mason Brooks I'm talking about. And if you watched him last year against anybody for Western Kentucky, he stood out in pass protection. That's that's where he made his bones. There's a lot of zone blocking. Western Kentucky ran a form of the air raid. Not quite what Mike Leach is doing at Mississippi State, but also not quite what Graham Harrell was doing at USC either. Somewhere in the middle of that. And Bailey Zapp threw for more yards than any other quarterback in history and more touchdowns than any quarterback in history. Um, Not bad for an FCS quarterback, by the way. So anybody talking about FCS, whenever Cameron Ward was looking at different schools and Ole Miss was visiting and everybody was poo-pooing, just remember, Bailey Zapp is the leader in all um, passing yards in national history, along with touchdowns, beating Joe Burrow, and he started at Houston Baptist College under um, that offensive coordinator. So everybody thought Mason Brooks was going to follow that offensive coordinator to Texas Tech, because that's where he is now. And everybody's looking at that. Then it switched over, and it's like, well, maybe that um, Mason Brooks is going to go to Auburn. Then Ole Miss is like, well... Ole Miss might have a chance, but Ole Miss is behind this program and this program and this program and this program, and Ole Miss just kind of kept chugging. And it's also a reason whenever you hear rumors, like I said, whenever people say, I heard, or rumors, or sources say, take it with a grain of salt, period. It, it's always subject to change, but it's about 10% hit rate at this point. So if you hear that, you just like go, okay, but... In a situation like that, you hear all these different rumors. I tell you all the time um, what the media does. There's usually a nugget of truth in each thing they report. There's probably three or four things that are false, but there's a nugget of truth in each thing. And in doing that, A, they give themselves plausible deniability and being able to claim a um, win. But B, if you're smart and just look at it, what's going on, you can kind of start piecing those hearing, sources say, and all that into a coherent storyline. And if you do that, you can see that Mason Brooks was kind of always in it with Ole Miss. Ole Miss was kind of always there. They were looking for reasons for him to go elsewhere, but he was always there. And because of that, it shouldn't really be a surprise that he's coming. The other thing you can take from it is maybe he knows something. Maybe he knows somebody is about to come. Because Ole Miss has a chance to get 
in this transfer portal, like seven four stars coming out of high school. This is what a plan coming together looks like. This was the master plan. There might not be patience and everybody's just, you know, anybody that was yelling, going crazy on December 17th or whatever. It's like the equivalent of somebody getting upset because you're losing in the first quarter of a game. This transfer portal and everything is never ending. And we know how to do it pretty well. And that is something to keep in mind. So when we come back, we are going to talk about the Nick Broker return, the plans that might be in his future, and what that means for the Ole Miss football team. Um, but before then, let's hear from our sponsors, Bet Online. Bet Online would like to wish you a happy betting year as we continue our march to playoffs and beyond. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all bet all the best sports wagering. For 2022, new year and a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code Locked On to get started. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss Podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, where you can subscribe and hit the bell and you'll know not just what videos we're putting up, what those videos are about. So do that for me. Subscribe, hit the bell, throw a like up in the video if you enjoy it, and um, we will keep trying to do stuff like this every day. We talked in the first segment about Mason Brooks coming up, a left tackle, a big-time left tackle, two-time all-conference um, player, um, all player at tackle. Well, now let's talk about Nick Broker, who has been our current left tackle for... Three years at this point. Got three years in, and he decided to come back to school for an extra year. Now, the reason for that is probably versatility, honestly. What will he look at at guard? And there's a chance he can line up um, at, at left guard, and as athletic as he is, and he is an extremely athletic dude, him at left guard allows them to do different things. And if he was able to get enough push, you've seen videos of him finishing the drill, basically, and blocking um, his butt off downfield. Now, you kind of get in those trenches even more and can just focus on the run block, which kind of he does pretty well. Whenever he comes off, um, he comes off with a vengeance. Now, college football has changed since, heck, since even I was there and Ben Jarvis Green-Ellis was toting the rock and Patrick Willis was running around with a club on his hand. Now the advent allows them, you know, 
the RPOs, the offensive lineman that is run blocking on a pass play, things like that. And those things and what he does in, in the interior line is a little bit different than what he has to do on the exterior line. So he has to learn this. Luckily, he does have the spring to get it done. And I think he will line up on the left side. And this also provides depth to Ole Miss because Nick Broker, who has been your left tackle for three years, can go down and fill in on the right side if Jeremy James goes down. He can fill in on the left side if Mason Brooks goes down. And he'll also be experienced at both guard positions. This is what I mean by versatility. And this is going to be fantastic and valuable film put down for NFL scouts. And this will allow this a former four-star out of Illinois to kind of show out and really show that he is ready for that NFL contract, which is always right around the corner, it seems like, for some of these guys. Now, the Baylor game was not a good game for Nick Broker. Now, I do not know if that was on Luke Altmeyer setting protections. I do not know if that is on Jeff Levy and his game plan, what he was doing. I don't know if Baylor found a secret in our pass protection coming into that game and found a way to exploit it. I do not know why there was a problem that game. It, it could have been many different things. But the fact of the matter is, one of the players that got really victimized that day was Nick Broker. Now, we don't say he needs to move inside because of the Sugar Bowl. He's been a great player for Ole Miss for several years at this point. But it will help him to get an extra year of film out there to kind of you know, push that Baylor film down, and it will help him to get film on the inside. I want him to show his versatility. Now, there's a chance, there's a chance that Mason Brooks is on the left, Nick Broker goes over to the right if he can do it. And then all of a sudden, Jeremy James and all those guys are fighting on the inside. I don't know. Could happen. Um, the spring practices are going to kind of flesh that out. And Charlie Weiss Jr., there's a new running backs coach. Um, and those guys need to sit in. Jake Thornton, though, who's really, he's really only had one practice, one season, like regular season. He came in like in May, I think, last year and missed spring practice altogether. But he only had one one season, one six-month period to work with him. He gets a full offseason going in the next year. So we can actually look at the offensive line and kind of start to judge what they are going to do. Now, this is a big get for Ole Miss. I don't think anybody would say this is not a big get. Nick Broker coming back helps our offensive line immensely. It helps with the development of people that are sitting behind the offensive line because they get a little bit more time to work. They're not thrust in. Like I said, I don't know if Nick Broker is going to play guard. I don't know if Nick Broker is going to play tackle. I'm pretty sure he's not going to play center, but he might. I don't know. The spring practice is going to flesh all that out. But what I'm saying is this will yeah, this year will be invaluable film and will show his versatility and help his draft stock moving forward. Now, the important thing to realize is the running back room is taken care of. The offensive line is pretty much taken care of, save for maybe a center popping in in the portal in the late spring, early summer. Defensive line hasn't really been touched. Linebackers have been hit. Defensive backs have been hit. Now, there could be a kicker that shows up in the portal as well. Um, depending on what goes on with Caden Costa, that's still an absolutely weird thing. Um, but if 
they lose the appeal or whatever, there could be somebody that could show up to do that. Or they could just go with Kill Nation throughout the whole year and just live or die with him. There's, there's a precedent of not having a very good field goal kicker and still being a very good team. See Alabama until about three years ago. So it should be interesting. And I'm looking at all these things. Mason Brooks, Mick Broker, that's fantastic gets. Fantastic gets. And because of that, you can look into the future and see exactly what that looks like. Now, coming up in the um, last part of the show, we are going to talk a little bit about tonight's game against Missouri at the SJB um, Pavilion in Oxford. Now, if you haven't already, go to the Ravon Sports app and um, download it, sign up for it. It's free. And there's a chat on there. We have some um, hosts that are going to be in there talking about the game, me and Kara McCutcheon and um, a couple of people from Mizzou, and we're going to try and build that up with a virtual watch party. That is um, tonight, and um, we'll be in there during the game. So that will be interesting. I'm looking forward to that, and it should be a lot of fun. They have stats. They have lineups. They have a play-by-play in there. It's a social media, especially for sports. Um, I'm happy to help out with them. So... When um, looking at Ole Miss and what's going on with the offensive line, they're in a very, very good position. They are literally getting to the point where three more signees, um, three more transfers, and all of a sudden this is a top 10, top five class. And everybody that was wringing their hands and freaking out over um, an early signing day where they perceived it was loss, and everybody made fun of um, we undersigned, get used to it. Um, now they see what that undersigned, get used to it meant. And it was apparent that they in no way even thought this was an option. They just want college football to be the way the college football was in 2008 and never change. The fact that this changed and we have an early adopter as a head coach is a really, really big deal so all right when we come back we'll talk about the mizzou game um tonight um but hey stick around it's the new year and that means new year's resolutions if yours is about getting fit or eating healthier make sure you include built bar in your plan built bar makes it easier to stick to your resolution because it tastes so good you'll actually want to eat it Unlike other protein bars that can be chalky, waxy, or taste like a chemical spill, you want to eat healthy, but it just gets so boring. So by week three, you might be thinking, this is just not worth it. Where's the chocolate? Well, Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Here's an idea for the new year. Go to all your secret stashes at home, in the pantry, at the office, in the car, wherever. Throw out all the sugary, calorie-filled treats and replace them with Built Bars. So when you're craving a snack or snack or treat, you can reach for something that's healthy and tastes incredible. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built Bar. All right, welcome back. Ole Miss versus Mizzou tonight at the SJB Pavilion in Oxford, Mississippi on the campus of the University of Mississippi and... All in all, I'm not overly concerned about Missouri. I know that's crazy. 
They do have one really good player, though, and this is somebody you should be aware of. Kobe Brown is a really good player. He's a really skilled big man. He's averaging 14 points a game, um, about nine rebounds a game, about two and a half assists a game, and his field goal percentage is about 50%. So if you know that, you know they have holes elsewhere. But they want to run their offense through him. Everything goes through him. They've beaten Alabama this year running their offense through him. And that is important to know. Now, on Ole Miss's side, I've told you over and over again that I think Ole Miss is kind of a fragile team. And you, you see it. Whenever their confidence is up and everything is going good, they're kind of a front runner, which is a standard young team type thing. Um, they play much better than they do when they have to um, face adversity. Whenever they do that, their confidence drops. There's a little bit of a lull, and you have a chance to come back on them. The, tonight is a game where that will be very dangerous. Ole Miss has better players than Missouri. Ole Miss should win this game. But because of that lull and because of that confidence factor, I can't say with a greater than 75% chance that I think it's going to happen. Ole Miss has better players than Missouri, though. And that is important to remember. Um, I think they need to drive. I think they need to try and get Kobe Brown in foul trouble. I want to keep call, wanting to call him Kwame Brown. Um, and I think everybody remembers when, you know, as an NBA thing from back in the day. But good player, really good player. Recent games, Missouri lost a close one at A&M. Ole Miss lost against A&M as well. They got blown out against Arkansas. They beat Alabama. They lost, got blown out by Kentucky, and they got blown out by Illinois. So there's a lot of blowouts happening to Missouri right now, with the exception of the Texas A&M game. They're currently um, seven and nine. They are one and three in the league. These are all okay things, but tonight you'll be able to catch the game, be able to watch the game, and be able to see it with your own eyes. Um, after the game, we're going to do a post-game pod, just like we um, did after the Auburn game. And during the game, we'll be on the Ravon Sports app um, hosting a virtual watch party on the chat. So if you want to um, download it and sign up, it's free. Um, you can do that and comment on the play-by-play. Every play can be commented on, liked and disliked. Um, and you can have the chat. And I mean, it's a pretty cool thing. So um, that is going to be interesting to see as well. So it's a virtual watch party. I've never done one of these. So we'll see how it goes. Um, Kara McCutcheon also is going to be in there as well. She'll be one of the hosts as well. So should be a pretty good time. But remember, Kobe Brown is the player from Missouri to watch from the game. I want to see Deshaun Ruffin. I want to see Jamin Brakefield, who had a battle against Jabari Smith the other night. An absolute battle and something he should actually be pretty proud of. Um, but he was able to defend and do well and kept him in check most of the night. So good for him. And um, I'm looking forward to seeing his development. And I want to see Matthew Morrell. Honestly, it's starting to get to the point where the switch is coming on to where the shots are going down and he's starting to play. Now he needs to take that next step of being the guy. He might not think of himself as the guy, but on the basketball court right now, he needs to act like the guy. It's not working for Ruffin. It's not working necessarily for Brakefield. It's kind of working a little bit for Morrell. So I'm interested to see if he can do what he needs to do to be the guy. So um, thank you for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast 
your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. Do me a favor and hit subscribe and hit the bell and hit the like button. If you hit the bell, you'll get notifications. The notification system's quite good. You'll not only know that we put a new video up, you'll know what that video is about and determine what you want to do. So now make your second listen, Locked on Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all of your gambling needs. Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. Hope everybody enjoyed the show today. We're still waiting on Jackson Dart and Michael Trigg and everything. We got the news from Mason Brooks today. Very, very good day. But when we know, you'll know. Hope everybody has a good time. And, um, of course, hotty toddy.